Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode seven. My name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. What's up, girls and gays? How, 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 how's everybody? Okay, I got, I got, I got, th- I got three, three things up front for this episode before we get into anything. Number one, mm-hmm. I, have, I have very bad allergies today. Number two, I'm very hungover today. Number three. I know absolutely nothing about Warcraft. <laughs> well, um, it's right there in the subtitle. The first game is called uh, Warcraft Humans versus Orcs. And uh, what I just said right there also doubles as a plot summary for the movie <laughs> Warcraft 2016, starring not James McAvoy, but kind of looks like him. <laughs> so <laughs> halfway, um, halfway into this movie, I looked over at Brooke and I said, Every character in this movie looks like a GameStop employee. <laughs> and if I had to if I had to describe the 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 human the humans that they chose, I think that does a pretty okay job. It's white men with facial hair. If you want to if you want to watch if you want to watch a movie where all you really see is sweaty hairy men d- just you know guys being dudes out out and being <laughs> being dirty and hitting each other with pointy sticks and what's better than that uh, guys nothing. being dudes <laughs> and this movie delivers on that no, promise <laughs> but see like like not even though like they don't even go far in that direction like this is not um this is not game of thrones uh, game of Are thrones you saying that the sweaty hairy dude <laughs> quota was not reached for you you felt as if there were not enough sweaty hairy men in this film alex they could be sweatier that's all <laughs> i'm saying these men could be much sweatier much dirtier like i i don't know this it looked this movie looked so like fake i don't know let's start yeah. off just talking about the look of this movie i already covered that every single human in this movie uh looks like they're they're trying to get me to pre-order the new mario kart <laughs> and, and they just the the protagonist's son just looks like he's from One Direction. Um, Who do you how- consider to be the protagonist? Whatever, we'll get into it. That's another thing I want to talk about. But yeah, so the visual style. <laughs> so, you know, they were trying to make a Warcraft movie for a real long fucking time. It was one of those things where you would always hear like, oh yeah, they greenlit the Warcraft movie and this guy's going to mm-hmm. be in it. And then you would never hear anything about it for years. How most video game movies... Uh, go into development and never return. This one managed to return. Um, and so there is like a very odd visual style to it because mm-hmm. it is so, you know, we talk a lot on the, because we, we watch a lot of films from the mid 2000s on this show. We talk a lot about, uh, about like bad early CG aesthetic and how we kind of like it. Um, uh-huh. This movie is like the opposite in that it is yep. good. Other side of the coin. Yeah, good modern CG, and I kind of don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Um, I feel like most. I don't know. A lot of people have seen the Hobbit movies more so than they've seen this. That's a really good jumping off point. Where, you know, the Hobbit is a series of movies where they sacrificed a lot of the practical effects from the original Lord of the Rings and for whatever reasons, budgetary, timeline, or otherwise, uh, a lot of the things that used to be practical are now digital. Mm-hmm. And it 
there's a very synthetic look and not in a interesting stylistic uh, way. It just, these things look like fake representations of the things they're supposed to. You're, and sitting, it feels... there, you're sitting there and you feel like you're, you're the whole time watching all of the CG characters in this movie, I'm sitting there thinking, wow, this looks really expensive. Wow, look at this, how much money <laughs> they spent on the CG. You know, like it's, I'm very conscious of the fact that I'm looking at computer graphics. Do we have a budget for this? I want to pull that up really quickly because it, I bet it's, I, I bet it's a monstrous I budget. I bet it is probably... absolutely astronomical. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm it, looking it up. <laughs> it, it, it it has an unsettling quality to it in just like how detailed the CG characters look. And it, again, like the only thing on my mind the whole time is like, man, all of the labor that went into making this fucking hippogriff move around for two <laughs> seconds, all of the work that went into the dirt falling off of this big orc man's face. It's yeah. And let me ask you one question. Uh, with this $113 million uh, uh, <laughs> hippogriff, uh, did, um, did it make you feel anything? <laughs> did, did any of those orcs uh, getting... Did, did, did the, the orc magic draining souls out of motherfuckers, did that make you feel anything you despite know, how cool it looked, quote-unquote? You know... Well, okay. So, first of all, there are some things in the visual style in this movie that I do like. I like the way the magic looks. I like the way the characters look when they're casting spells. It looks like fucking World of Warcraft um, in that way. Uh, okay. But I gotta say, man, this is probably the... And I'm putting this in big, sarcastic air quotes, the best movie that we've watched so far on the podcast and also the mm -hmm. one that I feel the least about. It is so hard for me to generate an emotion about Warcraft. The whole time while yeah. I was sitting there, I was like, yeah, this sure is a fantasy movie. I sure am watching a film. I sure and am consuming this content. Here's the thing. This is not, this is the first of, I think many movies in on this podcast that are, that you're gonna that you or I or both will struggle to feel an emotion for. <laughs> I think this is your fantasy. I don't know if it's your kryptonite or anything, but you you couldn't you could give a fuck about fantasy movies, right? You I, know. You know I <laughs> I like I'll like anything that's good. You know. That, okay, so that's true. I I would I I actually want to um I'll, I'll backpedal on that. Because I'm the same way. I could like anything. I hate people who are like, I don't like anime when that's like saying, I, <laughs> I hate. I don't like uh, food. <laughs> I hate uh, going to restaurants. <laughs> like, okay, you like, you don't like lots of these things, but you don't have to, you don't like Naruto, but like you can like Akira. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so the thing about the fantasy genre uh and uh, yeah something I, I definitely wanted to go on we can we can we can go here already is just the fact that uh the fantasy genre has some specific strengths and uh lots of there's kind of a there's a game plan when you're making a fantasy movie and uh, if you're gonna follow the tolkien route which basically this movie is just it's the most basic you know tolkien knees uh, interpretation of fantasy there's very little 
you know, extra uh, language of its own to throw on top of it, even less so than something like Skyrim. And I think it's just because Skyrim has some things, but I think it's just because of the fact that, you know, Warcraft and uh, even to a greater extent, World of Warcraft was really more about the stories that you create with like your homies. Like my brother, my brother will uh, played World of Warcraft from 2005 to like 2013 and he will tell me he he's played like almost a year's worth of hours in that game and he will he gets lost in the reverie when he talks about the things that he did in azeroth it's kind of crazy and kind of interesting because i don't feel that way about any video game because uh i just have never played an mmo so trying to I don't know, trying to craft a, a fantasy story that ticks all the boxes that make fantasy stories interesting without that multiplayer, you know, player controlled aspect. It's it's not an easy task. I can see why this movie took so long to come out and why there were so many, you know, detractors who didn't think it was a good idea because I it ultimately wasn't a good idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I would say the biggest thing that it fails on is just that like, you know, I-, I talked about how this is like quote unquote the best movie, and 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 it, and it is that in that like you know it's competently put together. I think some of the effects are cool. I think some of the scene setups are cool. You know, I it has like moments that are interesting. It has a couple character conflicts that are mildly worth paying attention to, but just overall, like they don't develop anyone in the cast whatsoever. You barely have mm-hmm. an like you barely have an understanding of like who the characters are, what their jobs and roles are, what they like. And then they try to build like meaningful character drama where there just Mm -hmm. is no base. Like, you know, okay, so we're going to get into this. There's a half orc girl character who is a kind of a despicable uh, presence in this film in a lot of ways that we're going to get into. But, like, you know, they have her, and and she was originally with the orcs, but now she's with the humans. And the humans treat her like shit, basically, when they get her. Uh, they hold her freedom over her head uh, as a bargaining chip. Uh, they put her in a cell. Uh, they generally just kind of treat her like a, a an animal. Um, and then they are rewarded with this behavior by her uh, taking a liking to them, feeling really bad about killing one of them at one point. And I just feel like nothing in this movie is earned. Uh, nothing. No, that, that's, that's big. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing feels like it has any real emotional weight. Uh, one of the characters who I guess is the protagonist surprise, uh, run and gag with video game movies. <laughs> they don't, they, no one ever comes in and says, Hey guys, really important uh filmmaking thing storytelling device that we're forgetting about you're supposed main character you're supposed to have one of those doesn't happen in these movies i mean it's it's either the it's either the orc chieftain who who turns on the horde and starts to help the alliance or it's this guy that you're about to talk about. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it or has the to be a guy, one. I guess. Or or the or the young wizard guy who looks like someone's nephew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
nephew yeah. wizard. <laughs> he, yeah, so, and then there's this other character who's like a, a military commander, I guess. He's just kind of there. We don't really get an idea of, like, what his backstory is or what's going on with him. And he has a son, <laughs> right? And his son is also in the army. And we get one scene with the son where the son is in a hospital bed and the, and the and the dad talks to him and, you know, tells him how, how brave he is and shit. And then the next scene with the son, we get to watch him get brutally murdered. And we're supposed to, like, uh, like you're watching this scene and you're seeing this father watch his son crumple to the ground and die in front of him. And, and the music is swelling and you're sitting there and you're like, wow, I, I really feel like I'm, I'm supposed to be feeling an emotion <laughs> right now. And you, you just don't. You just, you just feel empty. There. So, uh, something that I wanted to talk about. Uh, this ties directly into this. Was um, there's some specific shots that were just directly ripped from Lord of the Rings, uh, which uh, which is an obvious. This Peter Jackson is written all over this movie, and like not in a good way. Like they they took some of the surface level things that Peter Jackson does with the fantasy world, and didn't take any of the the substance beneath and the reason why these things work like um so when the sun dies there's a scene there's a scene in fellowship of the ring where where a main character dies and the they have to like escape and then they're on a snowy cliff top and the music has become somber and they're like sadly looking over and like this is the exact sequence that happens in Warcraft, except I can picture, and it's not because I've seen it a million times, which it's it's true I have, but when I saw that movie as an eight-year-old or however young I was when that movie came out, when I saw Lord of the Rings, I that that scene where they're mourning, the, the, it's when Gandalf uh, dies. He's not actually dead, but what? when they he's presumed to be dead, the mourning is so like awful and it hurts so bad and every character is just and it helps that the acting is good and and the people have things to, to latch on to but this was a character that was so beloved and they 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 take the exact visual sequence from that movie and apply it to this but there's zero emotional weight i could give a fuck about <laughs> liam from one direction getting stabbed it's just this movie pissed me off. I know you don't feel that feel that much, yeah. but like, this is this is a low quality movie. Let's let's budget aside, which by the way, it made it made its money back like quadruple fold because it did really well in China because because uh, they love Blizzard games over there, and there's a lot of people there. Turns out what? It, in China, apparently, wild. I, I've never I've never I've never seen people in China. You've so never you've know. never been to China. How could you know that, Mark? <sighs> I fuck the, this the I feel like I don't know the acting was awful and the music was just boring and very repetitive like that dun 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 <laughs> played during every scene even like during sad scenes it would be that song but like a somber version of it and it's just this was just every the the protagonist kept switching between accents did you notice that what accent was he supposed to have and why do some characters have the british kind of british adjacent fantasy accent british adjacent fantasy accent but they have baffa and um (laughs) jesus christ and the other half of the characters just 
they could give a fuck they're just they're just not using an accent this is a bad movie yeah this is a low quality movie alex this movie's bad and you feel nothing about it because it's bad i thought the cinematography was predictable and uninteresting there was no any shot that was cool i could pinpoint exactly where that came from in the lord of the rings <laughs> there was a, a part where the orcs are standing on a hilltop uh uh, with a long pan over the burned villages that they had just walked through and destroyed. And they're kind of like admiring while also like taking stock of like the, the human toll, the horrors of the, the, their, of their war path that they're on. And that's taken directly from the two towers. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely one of those movies where like you get this feeling over the course of it of like, why did they even bother filming this? Why did they even why bother? Yeah, well, no, not even that, but, like, why was this even made as a live-action film? Because, like, mm -hmm. pretty much all of it is just, you know, you know, from the sets and the locations to most of the characters to, you know, all of the animals and, like, all of the, you know, every, like, there's nothing, if there is any practical effects in this movie, it doesn't fucking look like it. Mm -hmm. um, Would it be fair to say that there's not a single... Uh, full uninterrupted scene in this movie that doesn't have some sort of like CG. Probably, and I don't. I don't know. Like, cause I, on the one hand, I I don't want to just be like the person who's like, well, it's all computer graphics, and therefore it's bullshit. Because like I no, think no. that I think that you can use you know any tool in the filmmaker's toolkit to make an interesting film. This film could be basically ninety nine percent CG and have an interesting look to it, but it's just the fact that like. This is, it, it, it's so, with the, like, hyper-realistic textures and, like, the, you know, ridiculously detailed fucking orc characters and everything, mm -hmm. it is so, so hard trying to simulate reality. It's so, it's trying so hard to make it, make you think, wow, it's like that orc is really there. Wow, it's like that hippogriff is really there. And because of that, it's you're just constantly reminding yourself how fake it is yeah i i feel exactly the same it's it doesn't it doesn't accomplish uh what it was what it was what it was trying to do with with its special effects because you know the special effects are are a means to an end they they can't be the thing you know there's just no um there's just not enough going on beneath the surface for me to care about the fake orcs like at that point the and there's there's certainly not enough going on with the the humans for me to care about the real humans something that i really value about other other um fantasy uh properties is like there's usually like a sense of camaraderie like between the characters and they're they um you know unexpected friends is like a huge thing uh not just in like Lord of the Rings, but you know, in uh, in Game of Thrones as well. Every popular fantasy, uh, every popular fantasy property, uh, it spends time establishing the characters and their reason, their motivations. And some characters with like with seemingly different motivations, turns out they have like motivations, and you get to see them team up and kind of clash, and that's interesting. Uh, there's there's just they try to go for that to, to their credit they definitely try to do that with the female orc but it just 
it just doesn't work because they don't do enough. They don't spend and enough time on yeah, any yeah. of the relationships between the characters. There's so the emotional, little, like yeah, back and yeah. forth. There's so little character building. There's so little like you know these characters are like going on this you know they're fucking crossing the country going doing war stuff, but we never get any scenes of like here's them you know hanging out at the camp and they're gonna have a talk or like hey here they're like riding through the forest and they're gonna talk about something that you know maybe doesn't have to do with the plot but it's just like a little bit of detail about this character or, you know th things like that like little things that you do to sort of like flesh out the back and forth between a character develop a rapport between two characters they just don't do any of that in this movie no like um <clears throat> i mean we're we're obviously supposed to care about the uh uh the main uh the main orc character who is a, a rebel within excuse me uh there, he's a rebel within the horde and he and his clan uh refuse to take uh the fell which is like the cursed magic that unites the the horde uh under obedience of the the uh the grand mage of the orcs Jesus fucking Christ. and um his uh near the end of the movie the rest of the orcs murder his entire clan and like hang their bodies on stakes and it's like it's a footnote oh, i was supposed to certainly care about this it sure seems like the sure dude, doesn't seem like the characters care very he, much he about didn't it care. he didn't care that much he was just like i'm still gonna go fist fight this motherfucker that's what you do when you're entire clan gets brutalized yeah so your wife is forced to run away with your son and then the wife dies also anyway yeah so so there's like you know there's the the spooky the spooky orc leader who is possessed by evil magic and he's he's the baddie and we're, and we're supposed to not like him because he uses human mm -hmm. souls to power a portal over to another dimension so that he could take it over uh which is generally something that is frowned upon in polite company um but yeah, the thing you, is, especially in this decade, you can't get a you can't uh, you can't do that nowadays because we're it's too PC. We're, yeah, we're you, we're too we're too much of an enlightened era. You know, everybody takes everything way too seriously. Yeah, um, like what's a few thousand souls anyway? <laughs> um, but you know, they, it's they establish this dynamic where it's like, okay, well, the, he the he's the baddie because he wants to. He's violent and he's not a real orc because he's possessed by the magic. Uh, and, and he's all bad. And then, like, all of the, you know, orcs of the tribe or whatever are like, we want, we don't like this guy because he doesn't respect our tradition, which involves, you know, murder, like, prize battles, you know, in order to decide who gets to be the chief. If you kill the most powerful guy, you get to be the hero. And so, like, the yeah. whole setup of this is like, well, you know, he... He's disrespecting their culture in which they hyper-masculinize their war chiefs and then scream for blood as they beat the shit out of each other. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's it it's treated as like, this guy has no honor. And it's just like, y'all are fucking savages. Yeah, am I supposed to, like, be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this guy. They should bring back the murder. This guy has no honor. This guy has been doing the murder wrong. We do the murder in like a cool way. It's I like respectful. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you know what? Sometimes if um, it, 
So there's a note on our out. There's a note on our outline here. Uh, it says, "Alex, please talk about the female characters in this movie because LMAO." Uh, so I mentioned all two, all two of them. <sighs> yeah, seriously. The, there's three, right? So I'm gonna. Oh, I, the wife of the king. Yeah, I'm gonna briefly. Three. I'm gonna briefly go over all three of the female characters in this film. One, there is the orc chief guy's wife. She is pregnant at the beginning of the movie. She is belittled and yelled at and then almost murdered and has to give up her child and then gets murdered. Uh, there is the king's wife who doesn't do anything and is belittled throughout the entire movie. <laughs> and then there is the half-orc woman who, as mentioned earlier, is belittled throughout the entire movie. Uh, and then also we're supposed to believe that she likes these people that have been belittling her throughout the movie who have established absolutely no emotional connection with her. And then yeah. the, everybody else in the movie is a beefy dude who's mad or a skinny mage boy who's sad. And yeah, those and are the, the characters. Yeah, and the boy is made fun of for not being buff For enough. not being masculine enough. And, yeah. the, and the, the only... Uh, <laughs> One of the one of the real character moments for the girl orc is when she makes fun of uh, what she presumes to be poor sexual performance from the skinny mage boy That's and says, true. <laughs> "You're probably bad at sex because you're small and you probably got a tiny tiny peen. You know, it's probably small." <sighs> this was a low quality movie, Alex. It was, it was, it was bad. Uh, I didn't like it. I I think that fantasy movies, I think fantasy can be a really cool setting to tell uh, allegories for our own world, albeit some are misguided and some are, hey, or, orcs are like black people and like horrible things like that yeah. <laughs> like to be fair this movie doesn't like go in that direction i mean this movie doesn't try to do anything so it can't it, it can't fail on those terms it can only fail in yes. terms of just like having incredibly disappointing female characters that are all scantily clad and yeah with, with no agency obviously yeah, with zero and agency it doesn't try it doesn't try at all to do any sort of political like tension the way that uh um so what's the what is the dra dragon age dragon age is 100 percent about like politics and some people don't like it for that reason but it's very fascinating uh and uh also uh the witcher uh which might be my favorite i can't believe i haven't mentioned the witcher until now it Witcher, the witcher might be my favorite uh fantasy property i really think it does uh, a, a great job tackling like real world uh issues like in the witcher there's a story of a and i guess content warning for you know domestic violence and stuff you might want to skip like a minute uh, there's a there's a story where there's a character that you you know he knows things about uh, your daughter so you're kind of doing stuff for him and through this process you learn that you're, you're trying to help him find his daughter who he thinks was kidnapped through the process you learn that they ran away because he is an alcoholic like abuser who like beat his wife so bad that she lost a baby and you are in the process of that quest you're forced to like find where he buried the the fetus in a shallow grave 
and you're forced to like make him look at his actions and like name this baby and because the baby has become like a horrible demon because in that world when you when you don't give something a name and you do bad stuff to it and it dies it becomes a demon uh, so, so what just... you're trying to say is that you were disappointed that Warcraft didn't include any child abuse? That's exactly what I'm saying. Thank you for okay. interpreting what I'm saying in good faith. You're welcome. What are we watching next week, Mark? <laughs> uh, we're watching Adam Sandler's uh, magnum opus, God, Pixels. fuck. <sighs> okay. Yeah, that, so... that is what you texted me when I told you we're watching Pixels. You said, God, fuck. <laughs> okay, couple things to address here. Number one. Uh, I we I I conducted a series of polls on the Twitter account in order to determine whether or not people think that movies like Pixels and movies like Spy Kids Three colon Game Over and movies like it's it's Spy Kids Three D but go on uh, fuck it and you know King of Kong and shit whether or not those are considered to be under the umbrella of video game movies uh it, the answer has been a resounding yes they do count. Um, so that's the one. Number two, I have already seen Pixels, like, within the last year or two, uh, and it is a fucking excruciating film. I watched it with a group of people, and we were all drinking, and it was still painful to get through. And now Mark has come into the podcast and suggested that I sit and watch Pixels by myself <laughs> for two hours. Mark comes into my fucking podcast. A week after I've been forced to sit through Warcraft for two hours. On the day of my daughter's wedding. It tells me that I have to watch Adam Sandler's Pixels. Where can people follow the podcast, Mark? Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Cartridge Cinema. Uh, there's not actually a space in at Cartridge Cinema. I just made a gratuitous pause in between the two words. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes and Spotify, as well as SoundCloud, which uh, the OG SoundCloud crowd, we love you. Yeah, uh, those are the only to... real fans. If you, if you listen to on iTunes, you guys. You're, you're cool, but you're not you're not part of Cartridge Cinema Nation. No, the, 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 nation, the, the nation is strong over on SoundCloud. You guys don't <laughs> understand. Uh, it's like t- hey. 15 people. I didn't talk about Smash once, speaking of the nation. So, uh, <laughs> pat on the back for me. Um, uh, if you listen to us on iTunes, uh, fucking rate us. That'd be super sick. If you would do that, give us the old five star because we're worth it because we earned it. And, uh, we are, you know, truly five star podcasters. I don't know about you, but, um, for me, it was Tuesday. Cartridge Cinema Club is created by Mark Champlin and Alex Wallace and is produced by Alex Wallace. The music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. Mm-hmm.